The advice and opinions expressed by the host of Autism Live and her guests are meant solely as suggestion and should not be in any way construed as child-specific advice. The Center for Autism and Related Disorders advises working with a board-certified behavior analyst who has experience with autism before starting any intensive behavioral intervention. Any choices you make in determining your child's treatment are completely at your own discretion. and welcome to Autism Live. I'm Shannon Penrod, and we are webcasting to you live from the Center for Autism and Related Disorders headquarters in Tarzana, California. I got a goofy grin on my face because we've got a really incredible show for you today. Uh, we're going to step a little outside the ordinary today in several different ways. So very excited to be here with you. want to remind you that we're live for the next two hours, talking to you about autism from a 360-degree perspective. It just reminds me that we were at an incredible event on Saturday. Really, truly remarkable, life-changing stuff. We were on the back lot of CBS here in Los Angeles for Stephanie's Day. We had Steve Malden, a very proud autism dad, on the show last week talking about the inspiration for this day. We were there with so many other uh, different resources in the field of autism, and it was remarkable to meet so many people and get so many hugs and give so many hugs, people who were looking for answers. And they were all different kinds of answers that they were looking for. I want you to know we had such a great day there because that's exactly what we're about. We're a free resource for parents, teachers, practitioners, and individuals who are on the autism spectrum to help you to get the answers that you need and want in real time. So we hope you'll participate. Emily's going to show you some different ways that you can participate here on the show. I'll remind you that our homepage, is autism-live.com. When you go there, there's a lot to do and there's a lot to see, but I want to first bring your attention to the computer screen that you see there. If you click on the little triangle on that screen, you can be watching the live show or the most recently recorded live show. To the side of that are a series of white boxes, and you can put your cursor in the one that says your question, start typing, hit enter, and that's really all you have to do. There's no login, nobody asks your name even, let alone for a credit card, it's all free. All free and fairly instantaneous. There is about a two minute lag. Uh, that's the time it takes to shoot up to the satellite and then find another satellite and shoot back down right here to my desk. So you have to be a little patient and think a little bit ahead. We're gonna have some amazing guests with us here on the show, and if you have questions, for them. We want to make sure that we get your question before they're off the show. So ask your question early as opposed to later. And we do have some amazing guests for you. So I hope you'll participate because this whole show is meant to be interactive. We love being able to give you a message of hope and the fact that there is progress for all of us available, no matter what your economic status is, no matter what your capabilities currently are, we know that there's progress available to you. And we want to connect you with that. I always like to remind you at the start of the show that while we will have many experts here on the show, I don't count myself as one of them. I, like so many of you out there watching, am an autism mom. My son was diagnosed with autism at the age of two and a half. And 
every day it is brought home to me how lucky I am because I got information in a moment in time when I needed it more than anything else. And it has made all the difference. My son is 11 now and he is completely included. He will start sixth grade in the fall and he is completely verbal where he wasn't and just the light and joy of my life. And I know that that hasn't happened just because uh, it certainly didn't happen because of the amount of money in my bank account. Let's be honest about that. And it certainly didn't happen because I already knew so many things about autism. That certainly wasn't the case. I got good information, so I got good help that fit him. We know that our kids are individuals. It is not one size fits all. So there's lots of different questions that have to be answered. Please bring your questions to us. But again, I, uh, I come to this from a place of wanting to pay back, pay forward what I got. And so I hope that you will take me at my word and let us know what you need. You guys have been writing in over the weekend. We're going to, uh, I, some of the things that you guys have written in, we really need an expert, uh, to address. So we're going to be doing that tomorrow and Thursday. Uh, we'll see some of it might fit today. Um, but most especially somebody just wrote in uh, and said, can a 20 year old get help? And I want you to know, yes. And you could fill in that blank with any age and any different capability. Ability, and my answer to you would be yes. It is never too late. There is no one we give up on ever, ever. And we know that there are things that are really helpful and useful. It's slightly different than what we do with the four-year-olds, right? Which is slightly different than what we do with the eight-year-olds, which is slightly different than what we do for a person who's interested in computers, which is slightly different than what we do for a person who's interested in fashion. Everyone on this spectrum, this big, beautiful spectrum is individual, but I want you to know that there's help for everyone. So stick with us. Be a part of the conversation. Let us know uh, when you write in. Let us know what part of the world you're in because we're in over 103 countries. So I like to know where you are because the resources are different too. We're working on having that be different. But for now, that's our reality. So uh, I want to get started this morning because we are just chock full, back to back with amazing guests. So we... Uh, we like to start every morning. See, I'm all, I'm all of a clamped and uh, flustered here. We like to start every morning with something we fondly refer to as the jargon of the day. This is when we take on one word, one phrase, one acronym. We try to give you an actual definition and then a working definition that sometimes makes our experts a little bit, uh, you know, they go, ah. But we need a place to start when we're learning these terms so that we understand what they mean in our lives. Well, how is this going to help me? I don't want to sit at a meeting and have somebody just spout terms that are disconnected to me. How does this help me? So we make friends with the jargon one little bit at a time. So our phrase for today is stimulus orienting. Okay. Oh, I, I don't know about you, but the first time I heard this, I thought it was that catalog where you order all the different things, but that's oriental trading. <laughs> Right? This is how underslept I was the first time I heard stimulus orienting. What are we talking about here? So let's take a look first at our actual definition for stimulus orienting. It's a response to a change in the environment. The individual shifts their attention to novel stimuli. 
Okay, well, it's not the friendliest definition, but it's not that hard if we take it apart. But let's move on to our working definition to see what are we really talking about. Focusing on something new. Now, stimulus orienting is something that we see in very young babies. The ability to, when you put something in front of them, for them to be looking at one thing and turn and focus on that new thing. And it seems like something we should just take for granted because Babies just do it, except sometimes they don't. And for a lot of our kids, it just didn't happen. And sometimes it happened when they were a baby, but now they're a little bit older, they're toddlers, and they have a hard time. Sometimes we see this as hard for even an individual who is older, a teenager, or even an adult. This is one of those base scales. You know, I talk to you all the time about how sometimes our kids are Swiss cheese. They have skills over here and skills over here, but there's a gap in the middle. And if we can fill that gap, it allows them to do ever so much more. Because if that little piece is missing, it throws a lot of other skills off. So being able to, if you're focused on one thing, think about your teenager who's playing a video game. And if they're focused, focused, focused on the video game and you come and you bring something else and say, look at this, can they do it? We want our, even our young babies to be able to orient on something new, to be able to focus on it. There are other skills down the road where we'll work on shifting attention. There are other skills where, um, you know, even eye contact is going to have its roots in stimulus orienting. So this is a really important skill. And I don't know about you, I'm a former teacher, but when my child wasn't doing this, I kind of noticed that something was off, but I didn't know what it was. And I, and when it was pointed out to me, I didn't know how to fix it. How do you fix something that just happens organic? Uh, organically, how do you get someone to do that if they're not already doing it? Well, it's actually something that's pretty remarkable and it, it involves our, our first rule, my first rule always for when we're working in an ABA way, which is that in order to get someone to do a behavior again and again and again, we have to make it rewarding to them. So I think about my son when he's playing video games and can he do it? Yes. Does he want to do it? No. If he's playing a video game, he doesn't want to shift his attention to something else. Um, and in that instance uh, where he can already do it but doesn't want to, I got to give him a paycheck for it, right? For individuals who can't already do it, I gotta, I gotta start really small and work up to it and I gotta give a paycheck. This, uh, the whole lesson of how to teach this is available on skills and I really want to encourage you, if you haven't already, go onto skills. Even if you do the 14-day uh, free trial, just to use this example of stimulus orienting and see, okay, how would I teach that if somebody's not already doing it? It's pretty amazing. It's a step-by-step -step process in which you can teach this because this is a cornerstone skill. It's a building block. You need it or you're going to be frustrated time. If the individual can't do this, you're going to be frustrated trying to teach eye contact. You're going to be frustrated trying to teach attention. You're going to be frustrated with every single social skill that you try to teach because if they can't focus on something, it's all going to be frustrating to them. So we got to make this, shifting your attention to it, rewarding. We got to start small to be able to do that, but it is very possible. And by the way, you can see on uh, the A word, which we'll show a little bit later on, but you can go to the A word and watch how they teach Jack Riley to be able to do that and how quickly then, because it's rewarding to him, he starts doing it in his life and how that adds, it grows like good yeast. Uh, 
so that it, it, it takes on a new shape and adds to so many other skills. It's really quite, quite amazing. So stimulus orienting, really, really important. It's one of those really base level things that we tend to take for granted. Okay. Moving on, we always like to start the morning with a question of the day. So our question for you guys today, and by the way, we hope that you'll be answering this on Facebook. It really uh, is so informative for so many people when you answer it on Facebook. So our question today is, what do you have a hard time letting go of? What is it that you're hanging on to? Now, this could be something that happened. This could be an item. This could be anger frustration, resentment, what are you carrying that you wish you could let go of? And a lot of times, uh, you know, both uh, Nancy Osbaugh Jackson and I, she'll be here tomorrow. We're both uh, getting ready to get rid of some stuff. We're getting ready for a purge. And uh, we've been talking about that, how important it is when we, you know, you get attached to something and you think that it's uh, important and essential, but is it really? And it's the same thing with our emotions. And sometimes the things are attached to the emotions. Do you know what I mean? That sometimes uh, we get upset about something. I remember uh, very about two years into Jen getting therapy and he was doing so much better. My garage was an unholy terror, a lot like it is now, to be honest with you. And I had to get it cleaned. I just had to do it. And I went downstairs and I, after I took box after box out, I got to his toy box that he had had when he was very little that was chock full of toys for a little boy. And I opened it up and I had this massive realization that I had taken everything out of the, the room that we were doing therapy that was distracting him. And I had put it in that toy box and put it down in the basement. And I was like, when we're in the garage, when we're done with therapy, we're going to come back and we're going to play with these toys. And as I opened it up, I realized that he wasn't a three-year-old little boy anymore. And he wasn't a three-year-old little boy who was so hampered by autism that he couldn't play with these toys. But the good news was he was so older, so much older and had grown so much, he wouldn't play with these toys anymore. And I had to mourn that moment in time that I thought that I was going to have, the three-year-old who was going to play with a little uh, Winnie the Pooh bank, that I didn't have that child, I didn't ever get that child. And I sat and cried my eyes out, and then I got rid of the stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? So the stuff was attached to the emotion. And so I'm asking you guys today, what are you having a hard time letting go of? Oh, my, my garage is a mess right now because I have half of my mother's life in my garage. Yes, I'm a little stuck, but I'm working on it. So what are you guys, what do you need to let go of? We're going to work on this together. We hold hands. All right. So that's our question of the day. We always have a topic for the entire week. Can you guess what our topic is? <laughs> our topic this week is what do we pay attention to? What are we focusing on? Our jargon today was about focusing on something. What are we focusing on? Because when we focus on the stuff that we won't let go of, the anger and the resentment and all of those things. Are we really getting the most out of life? What do we need to pay attention to? Because you know what they say, whatever you put attention to, that's what energy goes to and that's what gets fulfilled. So if we're putting attention into resentment, which heaven knows, I have a master's degree in holding on to resentment. So please know, you know, I'm, I'm part of this too, uh, in, a, in a big way. But what do we pay attention to? What do we want to pay attention to? And how can we get to the progress 
which we really want so badly, maybe that's the thing we need to pay attention to. So we're going to be talking about that all week long. What do we pay attention to? What do our kids pay attention to? What do we want to pay attention to? And what do we want them to pay attention to? So uh, should be really fun. Now, today is a, a really special day. We've got four, count them four amazing guests for you. It just gets better and better. Are you ready for this? So uh, first up, we're going to have Bill Wong with us. He's been on the show before. He is a young man who is on the spectrum and he's an OT. The last time he was with us, he was finishing up his studies to be an OT. He's with us today. He's got some exciting news about some things that are happening in the field of OT that I think you're really going to find exciting. Then we were able to tape on Friday. So I guess we have five guests today. What am I talking about? Five guests. Uh, we were able to tape on Friday Friday, an interview with a pretty impressive young man and his mom. I'm talking about Vincente and Katrina King. Vincente was featured on American Ninja Warrior a week ago, a week ago Monday, and amazing young man on the autism spectrum who showed the world how capable you can be when you have an autism spectrum disorder. So uh, this is a really important interview, and we're going to be showing it to you uh, this morning in the first hour, and then in the second hour, oh my gosh, you guys, I'm so excited. Matt Asner, who is a regular here on the show, is going to be with us. He he, of course, is the executive director of the Southern California chapter of Autism Speaks. But this time he's bringing a really special guest. Yes, he's bringing his dad, seven-time Emmy award-winning, five-time Golden Globe award-winning actor, Ed Asner. Some of us who are a little bit older <laughs> remember things from the beginning of his career, like when he was Lou Grant for Southern Mary Tyler Moore Show, and then Lou Grant on the Lou Grant Show. And then for those of you who have little ones, they're going to remember him as the elderly crotchety but so darling widower on Up. So the man's had an incredible career, played many important roles, but none more important than the fact that he is a dad, and he is a dad who has a son on the autism spectrum, and he's also a proud grandpa with a grandson on the spectrum, and he has been a very outspoken advocate for autism, uh, and he is hosting a really lovely event next month that has to do with poker. So he's going to be here today answering your questions and we might play a little poker while we're here just so that we can watch me lose face completely. Uh, it should be very fun. It's a big show. We want you to participate. We got to take a break because we got to bring back uh, Bill Wong right after these messages. Stick with us. This is Lisa Ackerman. Welcome back to Talk of Facts, frequently asked questions and answers for the autism journey. Now this one is specifically for teens and adults with autism. I get this question all the time, what's new and exciting in the medical world uh, today for teens and adults with autism? So let's talk about them. TMS, Transmagnetic Stimulation Therapy, is something that is really exciting. Um, I met with the author, John Robeson, look me in the eye. He's a, a gentleman with Asperger's and something I hope all of our kids to strive and grow up and be just like him. He's amazing. He talked about TMS therapy and how he became more social aware. His smile was more natural and I definitely can better understand things around him in those social settings. Another really great treatment um, that we're seeing just a ton of research on in the last three years is cerebral folate autoimmunity. You know in the 90s they started putting folate in all of our different foods and products. 
Well, some people they have found out, and specifically a high percentage of children with autism don't process folate like what, how they should. Go figure, they don't do it the way the books say it's gonna happen. So cerebral folate autoimmunity is just a really exciting new therapeutic to work with your physician on and to look to see if your child is a candidate for that therapy. And another common thing that we're seeing in teens and adults, and we've talked about it before in Facts, is seizures. Very serious issue that needs to be looked at. Um, abnormal brain waves or brain patterns or epileptic activity in the brain definitely needs to be addressed in children with autism. Again, I'm not a doctor, but I know doctors that can go through and work and look at the, the child and perform a 24-hour EG. What they're finding with some of these anticonvulsant or seizure medications is kids start to make great gains in speech, cognition, sleep, learning, by treating any type of seizure activity. So, and the other issue is pandas, not the cute fuzzy bears that we see in the zoo, uh, but an issue that is happening with a lot of teens and adults on the spectrum, where you see a dramatic change in behaviors um, with these individuals, and often they have an inappropriate immune response. Taka has a great white paper, so you can go look up in the pandas definition, what to test and treat for and talk to your doctor about, but know that if you see an extreme swing in behavior with a child um, that goes from one place to a very negative place, we're seeing a lot of uh, teens positively responding to treatments for pandas. Uh, and the last treatment I wanted to talk about, um, and I'm super excited about, and this happens to not just work with younger kids on the autism spectrum, but also older children on the spectrum, teens and adults, it's called mendability. Um, and a great study just came out of UCI in May 2013 about a multi-sensory approach uh, for individuals with autism. The whole premise behind the therapy uh, is very simple, making it a sensory rich environment so neural connections can make new pathways or at least connect in that individual. So kids with sensory issues, uh, auditory listening issues, uh, speech issues, they seem to really just respond to mendability. And uh, I was so excited to see that new research. More research is being done on it. And the beautiful, beautiful part about mendability is it's something parents can do on their own, administer with their child, and be uh, connected to their kid as partners in the autism journey. Don't forget in any therapy or medical intervention to work with your physician and to do proper testing to know what your child needs and what treatments to pursue under a physician's care. So there's so many new things. I could go on for hours about new treatments and excitement, but there's the top ones that just have me so geeked here. But that's another talk of fact. Thanks for joining me, and we'll see you next time and on Real Journey, Real Questions and Answers to help your autism journey. Welcome back to Autism Live. We are having a little bit of difficulty getting Bill uh, via Skype, so we'll, we'll work on that. I want to answer one quick question that just came in, and then we're going to go to the tape of Vincente King and his mom, Katrina King, from American Ninja Warrior. But somebody just wrote in and said, Hi, I want to know if I have to fill in all areas of skills in order to graph, get a graph of my son's progress. Also, does skills graph progress? Okay, a couple of different things I want to let you know. Um, there are eight different careers 
curricula areas and skills. And if you want to get a really good idea of where your child is in any of those individual areas, then the more questions that you answer, the clearer the picture, the snapshot is of where your child is at. Um, and then at right now in skills, it's built into skills that as your child masters skills, it tracks that progress. So for instance, if you, let's say that you really are interested in working on social skills. And so you go through and you start answering questions about the social skills and you don't have to answer all the questions to start working on things. Um, but so let's say you just pick a, a certain area of social skills that you want to work on and you answer all of the questions in the assessment having to do with that. Then you will be able to see what your baseline is for where your child is. You won't get the full picture until you answer all the questions in the skills area, but you can already start working on things. As your child masters, it shows where your child needs to get in terms of their age, where they should be in terms of mastery. And as your child makes progress, it will show how close you get to that line and when you go over that line so that you can see that you've gotten your child caught up. So that's mastered skills. What's happening right now is there's something called skills logbook. And that will, I, I don't wanna say when exactly it comes out, but sometime in fall of this year, that will be, it's, it's internal rollout is now, um, but for all of us who use it that are parents that will be more towards the fall and then that will give you the ability to track progress on a daily basis and that will be amazing so just to give you an idea though you can track progress in terms of mastered skills and you know depending on what kind of a picture you want of course we all want to have that full picture it will take you a while to answer all the questions and I advise don't wait to start working things because you want to pace yourself answering the questions it takes a while I think I'm the only person who has done it twice uh, Oh, we have Bill now. Okay, good. We're we're functioning on. We, we won't have a whole lot of time with Bill, but we've got him. So uh, let's. Bill, are you there? Oh, we got to go to a break first. I don't know what I'm doing. Stick with us. We're going to come back with Bill Wong. Hi guys, welcome back to Smarty. Today I have a special guest with me. What the heck? She's missing! Here I am! And what's your name? Mackenzie. And what are we doing today? Making sidewalk paper. And how do we do that? I have no idea. So, the materials we'll be needing are... Two cups of cornstarch. One cup of cold water. Four and a half cups of boiling water. Be careful. A mixing bowl. A spoon. going to do is we're going to take our two cups of cornstarch and put it in the big bowl. Yes. Can you do that for me? Yes. Thank you. <gasps> Sorry. It's alright. I'll help you. Step two, you're going to put the cold water into the bowl. Cold water into the bowl. Good job. Step three, we're going to stir it with a big spoon. stirring it until it's all the way mixed together. So the next step is adding the boiling water. That's a little dangerous for her, so I'll be doing it myself, one cup at a time, stirring it together. Are you gonna keep an eye on me? Yes. 
So once we're done stirring the cornstarch water, we're gonna start making our dyed paste. So yeah. what are we gonna do? We're gonna put in the dye. Okay. And we're gonna put in the sparkles. All right, let's do it. I'm gonna this out of the way. All right, it's all you, Mackenzie. So the more food color we use, the brighter it's gonna be. Ooh. So let's put the sparkles in. Now we're gonna put the cornstarch in the jar. All right, do you wanna stir that up? It looks pretty. We're gonna make a few more colors and we're gonna go pale side. See all the colors in the sky tonight. Are you excited? Yeah. Alright, let's do it. Love is the truest state of mind. By your side. Welcome back to Autism Live. As promised, joining us via Skype right now is Bill Wong. He's been with us before. He himself is uh, has a diagnosis, and he is also an OT, an occupational therapist. The last time Bill was with us, you were just finishing up your studies, Bill, and now you've got an exciting new announcement for us that has to do with something called Go to care so tell us what go to care is so go to care is an online healthcare company consists of occupational therapists physical therapists and speech language pathologists as well as other wellness experts providing therapy and wellness services through private and secure video conferencing technologies okay and so this is now who you're going to be working with correct that's correct well, I, I got to say, I, I love the idea of this. So they're online, but what does that end up being? So you're the therapist and there's an individual who needs some OT. How do you guys connect? So like we are providing the therapy and other services to assist the school-based students and transitioning young adults with strategies and modifications in terms of learning, performance, socialization, and life skills building, as well as well-being. So how do I do it is like, I will have an appointment set up with the student or with the student's parents, if that person is a minor. And then we'll, we will set up a time via email so that we can set up. And then hopefully, uh, initially, we're gonna set up like an appointment to see like, what kind of technology a person has, whether it's a PC, a mobile device, or an iPad. And then I think we're gonna use, again, because uh, what we're trying to do is try to be HIPAA compliant. So we need to use a secure, secure video conferencing software and webcam. Great, and so you're meeting kind of like in this format, but in something very secure so that your information is being kept secret. And then it's, basi it's basically a consultation and you have the opportunity to talk about strategies to be able to get to that progress. Is that right, Bill? Uh, yes, that's correct. It'll be online anytime. So it would be, so I could see you, for example, like a Sunday at 1 p.m or somewhere like Monday at like 9 p.m. So it's very flexible. And I know for my session, uh, it will be like, for someone who is like under 12, maybe preferably is about 30 minutes per session. For someone who's older, it may be more like traditional for an hour. 
Okay. But of course, the needs will be discussed with the parents or the individual as time goes on. Well, and I, I can see a lot of benefits to this bill that you're going to, we're going to save a whole lot of time not commuting. It's going to be better for the environment instead of going to where the OT is, the OT coming to us. But also our kids, our kids tend to be really interested in screen time. And so you're already going to have a benefit meeting them in screen time, don't you think? Yes, I know. It also, considering our state of California is very large, so it's like someone from Sacramento could see, like an OT from Sacramento can see someone as far as San Diego is concerned. Right. It's going to be able to make access to these kinds of therapies much more available as long as people have the technology to make it work. I think it's pretty incredible. And I have to say, Bill, I'm, I'm so excited for you that you're on this new venture in your career. And we love GoToCare that they have hired you. Was it difficult for you because of your diagnosis getting a position or did you find it pretty easy? Actually, it's the other way around. I find that because we are a private company, so we have been trying to contact autism agencies in terms of receiving like our package of care. However, like a lot of people in the autism community, they find that, oh, OT is just all sensory integration and handwriting. They never realize that OT can also provide mental health services, for example. So I think that's more like in terms of the health literacy standpoint. And I also know that because GoToCare is a private practice, so we sometimes our rates may not be very affordable for people who might pay out of pocket. So that's why my boss had decided to like set up a system where like if people want to have insurance reimbursement, so what my boss would do is, so let's say I provide you the OT services to your child, and then you can request my company for a super bill. Then the super bill will be sent to you. And then you will send the super bill to the insurance company for reimbursement. Very good. Well, I think it's a remarkable new way of looking at providing care. So again, that's go to care. And so it's spelled go2care.com. So if people have more information, they can go to www.go to the number two, go, go to care.com. Bill, thank you so much for being with us. And we're so excited for you on this new adventure. Thank you. All right. Be in touch with us. Okay. Yeah, thank you very much. All right, take care. Take care, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Really remarkable young man. We're so thrilled for him and proud of GoToCare for being wonderful and making sure that Bill has a job. So that's a wonderful thing. He is somebody who is so passionate about helping our kids with very good reason. We now want to shift and go to another young man who's doing some amazing things. And by the way, his mom's pretty amazing too. Vincente King was featured on American Ninja Warrior last week as he tried out for the show and uh, you have to go watch the whole thing uh, you really do because it was truly amazing I can't we were watching I came running from the other room I couldn't wait to see it and 
he did a really good job of empowering our autism community and showing what they're capable of. And his mom did a great job too. She said some pretty amazing things about autism because she's a pretty amazing woman. So take a look. This is Vincente King. We taped this interview last Friday. When we come back, uh, it'll just be a few more minutes before we have Ed and Matt Asner here. We're going to play a little poker and we're going to talk about what it's like being a dad and what it's like being a grandpa on the autism spectrum. But first, Vincente King from American Ninja Warrior. Welcome back to Autism Live. We're so thrilled. I am so thrilled. I'm tingling. I'm so excited about our next guest. If you were watching last week on American Ninja Warrior, you got a big, wonderful present, right? Because we got to see Vincente King and his wonderful mother, Katrina, and they were there participating in the show, but doing it in a way that shed a light, a wonderful light on autism because Vincente was competing on the show. He, it was thrilling. My whole family got so excited and we couldn't wait to have them on the show. So joining us via Skype, we have Vincente and his mom. Welcome, you guys. Hi. We're so thrilled to have you here with us. Uh, Katrina, I want to start with you because as an autism mom, you know, when I saw you there and heard you speak out, and can I also say too, you said some of the best things about autism that I have seen on national television ever. I was so impressed with you. Oh, thank you. I, I don't remember what I said, but everything, you know, it. It's truth is from the heart. So well, we definitely we saw how proud you were. Yes, very proud. And and very I proud. I loved how you said you know there are many different types of autism. I just I I loved that that message got sent out to the world. And of course, you talked about some of the the different issues that Vincente has had. Uh, and Vincente, you talked a little bit about bullying. That you've been the victim of some bullying. Well, um, to be honest, mostly, but, but, hey, I mean, like, you know, like, you know, like, I mostly get picked, picked on, because, yeah. you know, people think, like, autism is considered as mental retardation or, like, an anti-social disorder or uh, all that crap, but, but, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, like, I can't get bullied, but, hey, it don't mean I can't stand up for myself, and, you know, like, I see other people who, like, talk, you know, like, mess with other people who's also autistic. I had to stand up for, for them, too. So that's what, that's what makes, makes me the type of guy who has to do it. Well, boy, did you do it that night. You shed such a light on autism, such a wonderful light on autism, because you were there and you were competing and you looked incredible. You, uh, first of all, I have to say, and I'm sure people tell you this all the time, you are one good-looking young man. And, oh, thank you. <laughs> and to be, and to be so physically fit, and to be so focused on competing, it was a wonderful thing to say, to see, uh, and and to see what you can do was amazing. I'm sure that a, you said you wanted to inspire the autism community. Well, I, I got to tell you, you did. You did that in so many different ways. My son, who was 11, was watching, and he just kept on saying, that's so cool, that's so cool. Uh, so I, <laughs> I know that you inspire people. We're going to show people just a short clip 
uh, we don't, we, we're not showing the whole thing because we want people to tune in and be able to watch on their website for American Ninja Warrior. But I want them to see how amazing you were that night. So we're going to show that right now and then we're going to come back and talk with you guys a little bit more. There's a lot of different degrees of autism. Vincente autism deals with his communication. He's a likable guy, but he doesn't have any friends because of the communication problem that he has. I get picked on, get bullied, because because I was autistic. I always get treated like nobody, and it was it was like hell. A lot of times they get the stereotype is not being smart or not being able to to do things that so-called normal people do. I am doing this to inspire autistic people. Like, everybody can do the impossible. Anything that he say he's going to do, he's going to do it. He's taught himself how to swim. He's taught himself how to do parkour. He uh, taught himself martial arts. I cannot explain how proud of Vincente I am. When Vincente walks on that stage, I probably will pass out. <laughs> There he is, ready to run. Vincente's mom hasn't quite passed out yet. Let's see how she holds up on his run. Vincente, a very skilled athlete, Akbar. Yeah, I saw him doing flips earlier. He's very agile for his size, and it's remarkable how fast he just flew through the quintuple steps. Vincente knows the steps well. He's been a huge fan of the show for years, and at 6'1", 206 pounds, it's one of the bigger athletes we'll see here tonight. Let's see if Vincente can handle these dancing stones. Those long legs should help make the transition between them even easier. And through three obstacles. Well, Vincente is a bit of an overachiever despite his autism and learning disabilities. He's in his second year of taking college courses. And a nice bring off that mini tramp. You know, and for Vicente, he doesn't use his autism as an excuse. He's out there representing for people with autism. And really, it comes down to if you think you're beaten, you are. But if you think you dare not, you won't. And right now, Vicente does not have that mindset. He has the mindset of, I can. Welcome back. Uh, so I could watch that every day for the rest of my life and still get a goofy grin on my face. Uh, so we're not giving away what happens. People have to watch the show. You can look online. It's online. Uh, check it out. But you were incredible. And I'm a huge fan of American Ninja Warrior. Our family's been watching it for years before there was even an American Ninja Warrior. And uh, really? yes. Yeah, so are you guys big fans, too? I was when it was in Tokyo, but uh -huh. I haven't really watched uh, a lot of the American shows because I'm schooled and things yeah. busy. You're a busy Where mom. He, yeah, he is. He has, well, though. Well, my second cousin told me about the show. You know, right before I started Parker and right before we left St. Louis to move to Georgia. We have a, uh, I have a cousin uh, down the line uh, that that was a coach at his school, his high school. No, no, not that. Not Corey? No, the other Corey. Heather's husband. Oh, I'm sorry. I got the wrong Corey. I don't know. My play, oh, he's like a play cousin. It, there's 
such thing. Yes. And uh, he took interest in Vincente and, and what have you. Um, and he told him about it. I so. just think it's... So how long have you been training to get ready for this, Vincente? Uh, how long? Forever. Forever. Uh, and, and what kinds of things... I saw the video with, where you were doing the parkour. Are you going to a gym and working out? Well, in some gyms. I only had to, like, ask my mom to drop me off there. And he goes to... Uh, I'll take him to a gym uh, that does gymnastics and what have you. And then um, he does a lot of his workout at home and in the park. Well, it's absolutely remarkable. I want to take a second, Katrina, to talk about when how when did you know that Vincente was on the autism spectrum? Um, I had a feeling when he was like one or two. I don't know if you all your audience would know this, uh, but Sally Jesse Raphael at the time and Oprah when she first came out and Donahue, they were talking a lot about autism and there were some things that my son wasn't doing that that uh so-called normal children were supposed to be doing. Um, so officially, I found out at the age of three. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, we took him. I took him to a doctor, uh, and she looked over him. The doctor he was going to sent him through all kinds of hearing tests and was saying that it was his hearing, and I knew it. It wasn't. There was something going on. And um, and so, so remarkable that you were able to get a diagnosis at three because, you know, even now there are people who aren't getting diagnosed until later. So that that's remarkable that you were able to get that, Katrina. Did it make it possible for you to do some early interventions? What do you think you've done that has led to him? He's a college student. He's, oh, my goodness. Yeah, what? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, no, I want to know, you know, we all want to learn from you because clearly you did some things, a whole bunch of things right. What do you think you did right? Uh, well, first thing is catching it early on. Um, he was He's my first child, my firstborn. I have a, a daughter that's two years younger than him. But um, he wasn't talking. Uh, he started off saying, like, hi, and then he just stopped. Uh, and then as he got older, uh, it took him a little longer to walk uh, than so-called normal children. I, I hate saying that, but so-called children. Yeah. And um, and then uh, it was just a lot of things that I was noticing. He was always by himself. He would entertain himself for hours with little strings and and uh, video game. He started playing. We I used to have a video game uh, called Sega, and he would play actually at the age of three sit there and play the sega game wow and get through different levels so (laughs) um that was kind of odd to me because most three-year-olds i knew were out running around playing and getting dirty and all of that and he was more interested in video games and electronics um once he was diagnosed uh we were able to get into a program at Judevine School of Autism in St. Louis, Missouri, where we're originally from. And um, we went through a three-week program with them where it was uh, a one-on-one with him and I, and they would do a, a evaluation. We'll be behind a, uh, a glass, and I would feed for lunch and uh, breakfast. I would feed them, and they would teach us how to interact with our child because, you know, we didn't, we didn't know. Yeah. We, we didn't know what to do. 
So, because he wasn't talking for one, and I didn't know sign language, so they taught us sign language, and that was a way to incorporate sign language in a fun way to get him to understand. Um, well, what I found out when he were, was older, when I tried to put him in special, when I tried to put him in school, they wanted him to go to special school. And I had to fight against that because I didn't want him to pick up, he was mimicking anyway, and I didn't want him to pick up other disabilities and have to deal with that as well on top of what I was dealing with yeah. with him. So um, I worked for a young lady that was, uh, she owned a special need daycare and when I was in my teens. And so happened she was his summer school teacher at in the district I was in in St. Louis. And she, when I went to do a parent teacher uh, eval with her, she was like, well, Vincente, did you tell your mom what you said today? And I'm looking at her, I was like, he doesn't talk, what do you mean? <laughs> like, oh, Vincente, you didn't tell your mom and he shook his head, no. So she went and got a book and she said, he said, I'm angry today. And I love that because he's letting, he's telling us his feelings. And I'm looking at him like, you talk? <laughs> really? We're doing sign language and you can talk? <laughs> And so it was like a list of sentences. It wasn't just words, it was sentences. So after then I was like, you know what? No more, no yeah. more sign language. You're gonna talk if you want something, you have to tell us what you want. No more pointing and signing to go get you anything. You have to do it. You have to tell us or you're not gonna get it. I just wanna say, I, I think that you guys are remarkable. Uh, I, you're the kind of people I'd love to spend hours with because uh, I love the sense of joy that you guys have. It's so clear how much you care about this young man and for, for really good reasons. And Vincente, you're going, you're going to college. What are you studying? Um, well, just game mod, but I kind of, you know, kind of, um, well, uh, he was studying uh, gaming. Uh huh. And um, but I had to, I had to uh, take him out because of uh, he wasn't passing like the core classes. He was getting A's and B's in animation and history of gaming and everything dealing with that. But like he he was having a problem with the the English part of it, and the particular this particular school didn't want. Uh, didn't want an inclusion person mm -hmm. to be with him, mm -hmm. uh, like when testing or to help get him to understand, and I couldn't do it. Uh, as a matter of fact, that's why I went back to school, was to keep an eye on him. I went back, I went into photography, that way I could be close to him and check on his grades, because once you get over a certain age and in college, they don't really don't want the parents to interact with their children. and. Um, and I recall having a, we had a discussion with the dean because the dean was trying to tell us that he, he wasn't, uh, to make it short, good enough for the gaming program. It was a little advanced for him, and I had to reiterate. I made him pull out his his uh, grades, and I made him look at his grades, and I said, "Now, what part isn't he good at? Explain yeah. this to me." Yeah. And he went over, and he was like. Oh well, he 
he's only low scoring on like the math and the English. Exactly. So what part of gaming won't he be able to do? Right. So what is the plan now? What uh, it, it, that's all sounds fairly recent, but what what are we going to do now? Um, he's going to continue to uh, work on his parkour for mm -hmm. next year, American Ninja uh, Ninja Idol. No, I just American, put it on. American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting him on American Idol too. There, there you go. <laughs> I'm telling you, put him, put him on America's Got Talent too. I thought uh, you really don't want to hear me sing. <laughs> no. I mean, even, even my mom said that I sing hard, but if I take a shower. Well, we'll put you on top model. You're a good-looking guy. I'm sure you could model. Well, I, well, I'm just not as skinny as those guys. Oh, I mean, the guys don't have to be skinny. <laughs> I know, right? But I, I really want to like get into fitness modeling or be a bodybuilder. Well, he's going to go back to school. Eventually, he's going to go back to school for gaming uh, once I well, can find some type of loophole um, to kind of get him uh, trained for it. He cause he he does uh, writing. He writes uh, gaming things. Tell him what to do. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I just I just don't I just don't know about I just don't know about school. I mean, like some some schools are not actually fair, but. I really want to like, like look for a job, you know, yeah. as a video game writer, producer. Well, listen, because writer and producer, because I can't, I came with this one video game idea that I hope I can get out there. Well, I mean, I want to talk to you guys about a couple of schools too. In particular, there's something here in Los Angeles called Exceptional Minds, mm -hmm. and uh, it is a three-year program, and they help to get you ready for gaming, creating games, and also if you're interested in uh, working in the film industry. Oh, wow. So okay. we'll, we'll talk a little bit more off camera. And there are a couple of other programs that maybe we can let you guys know about that might be ideal. Um, but I love the fact that you've got a game out there, Vincente, that's in, in your head, and maybe there's a game developer out there who'd like to have a meeting with you. Um, really? Let's keep our fingers I mean, crossed. Let's let if some. Know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's put I mean, it out there into the like, universe. Can't hurt, right? I mean, like, like yeah. I, said, I mean, like if I mean, hey, it's good. Ain't gonna help me, like you know, become a game. I I just like just get a job, just get a job. You know, like look for a game company. Anyways. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know it don't seem likable. I mean. Oh, you seem I mean, very likable, honey. I mean, not all people. A lot of people don't have to get a degree in field gaming just to just to work for a gaming company. Yes, I mean, like that's me, true. I, for me, I just I just prefer like by giving them giving out my ideas, you know, by by producing and also like when when I went to the institute, like some of the experience from the institute like help me understand about understand about like digital art and and stuff. So I'm pretty much. Pretty much spend time like playing on my drawing. Like had to like figure out how to like draw different body body types. Like either I want him fat or skinny or muscular, more athletic. I mean, I I will tell you what my game is. Well, I don't want you to tell I, it here on the air because I, I don't want somebody to steal it. I don't I don't want somebody to steal it. <laughs> um, I mean, before you say say anything, like I would like give my ideas out, but. You know what my video game is, but 
I mean, like, I'm just a little bit paranoid about people stealing. Yes. Ideas. Yeah, I don't want you to say it here. Yes, I want you to wait until you're in a meeting and can get paid for it. I don't want you to give the idea away. But I, right. I but think I you're remarkable, Vincente, and I always think that education is a good thing, but you're right. You don't always have to have a degree to be able to do creative arts. I'm, I'm an ex-teacher, so I always think, you know, the more education you have, the, you know, it's all, nobody can take that away from you, but you don't always have to have a degree to get a job. But I'm sure mom would like it if you got some more education, too. Yes, mom? Yes, she's nodding her head, yes. Okay, so we're we're out of time, but I adore you guys. I want to thank you so much for our entire community, that for all the work that you've done and the way you shed such a wonderful light on our community and, and made autism look like something really remarkable and something very powerful. And Vincente, you, it is. But enough people don't see that. So I love that you put it out there. And and Vincente, I know you said in the in the thing that you know you in the in the piece in the package that you have sometimes had difficulty with friends i hope that this opens up doors for you i hope it's going to give you a bunch of new friends for people who see you exactly as you are and appreciate you exactly as you are i mean well i mean hey i mean like i mean like it you know it doesn't matter because you know like i mean i mean i Hey, I mean, I'm I'm good. I mean, I'm like I'm like more comfortable, you know, just just being alone because because you know, like there's the philosophy of things that you, you well you can't trust some people. Yes. I mean, like that's true. There's I mean, like that pe that will you know like look. I mean, like we may be autistic, but we are normal people. That's right. That's What's your right. son's name? My son's name is Jem. So he will look forward to. Hey, hey Jim. <laughs> uh, he'll he'll look forward to seeing this because he just thought you were remarkable, and and I want to thank you as a mom for for really being a role model and showing all of our kids what's possible. Uh, and I hope that that gets some more of them in the gym and feeling like they're capable. Uh, I think you guys are incredible. And Katrina, I just think you're an awesome mom. And so glad to uh, belong to a community that includes you. I think you guys are great. Thank you very much. I'm glad you're doing this too. Um, Cause we, I just moved to Georgia, so and I really don't know a lot of the uh, network programs and what have you, except the the real huge ones. And I just I, I just want people to know more about autism, learn about autism. You you'll never know if you don't learn. That's you know, right. If you don't, if you don't investigate. If, and and a lot of people, it doesn't hit them unless there's somebody in their home or somebody they know that has it. Well, just because there's no one in your home or you don't know anybody that has autism who's to say you won't run across somebody that might actually have it and you won't yes. know how to how to act around that person or treat that person or what have you even though i hope you would treat them like anybody else right. you know be cordial but it's certain things that you need to know that may help you understand what they're going through just live live their life one day 
Yeah. Try to live their life one day. Well, I got to tell you, there. I said this to my husband right after it aired on the show. I said, there are advocates who have tried and tried and tried to get a message out to the rest of the world about what autism is and what it isn't. And I think you moved that dial more in five minutes on American Ninja Warrior than a <laughs> lot of people who've been trying for 10 years. So I applaud you. I thought it was great. I loved what you said. I was cheering. I just thought it was remarkable. Again, we want to urge people to go to American Ninja Warrior, check out uh, the whole thing, what happened with Vincente, uh, worth watching. And we can't wait to see you on the show again. I love that you're training <laughs> to continue. Thank you guys can so I, much for being one more thing? Yes, go ahead. It was all him. I did not have anything to, I didn't even know he was going on American Ninja Idol until he asked me to help him with application Ninja American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> I don't know why I can't get that out. American Ninja Warrior until he just came to me uh, to help him with the application. But not only that, when well, I read over the application, right, when I looked over the application, that's when I realized he wanted to uh, bring awareness to autism. So that was him right here. I, I was just in for the ride. Well, <laughs> together you guys did a beautiful thing. So Thank it's you. good, good teamwork. We appreciate you. We applaud you. And I, you know, I think what he did was incredible but having a cheerleader on the side sometimes is what makes all the difference mom so you did a good job too uh we, we're out of time but i thank you guys so much and we look forward to hearing more things from you guys okay thank you bye-bye bye-bye and uh, incredible family, incredible, in, uh, both of them incredible individuals. We'll, we're going to take a break now. We'll be right back with more from Autism Live. finally did on his own and I think that's the most exciting thing. Star. You see Star? There is
Jack, one more minute. Say, okay. Okay. It seems like there's a lot of emotional involvement, and it's kind of hard not to it be is. involved because it you is. know you're affecting yeah. people's lives. Yeah, every day. Yeah, it, it is. It is hard. But it's also, like, rewarding, too. Come here. Why are you this? No, come here. Baba, look at this. Yay! Hi, mister. Hi, mister. Give me jumping. Good job. What is it? Jumping. Jumping. You're so smart. Give me jumping. Nice job. What is it? Jumping. Jumping. One more sticker. Are you ready? So when you're teaching a new label, you start off with just the Just the field of one so that it's isolated and he knows that, you know, this is the only thing that we're looking for. So that when we throw them into the, the ones that he already knows or even with ones that he doesn't know, we can be able to see if he can discriminate that these pictures are jumping versus the other one. So that's when the true test is, you know, does he know what the picture of jumping looks like? So then after this, I'm going to um, throw it in the field of unknown pictures to see if he can even discriminate. And after he knows that, then I'll throw it in with the actions that he's already mastered. Give me sleeping. Rock on, good job, what is it? Sweet, sweet, nice. All right, Jack. Let's go outside, okay? Outside. All right. Let's go. Oh, thanks, buddy. Aw, you are just always so cute. In part 21, we learned that Jack Riley requests regularly now. Because of this, they are now introducing a new skill that will build from what he has already learned, waiting. First, it will only be for two seconds, and once he gets the idea, they will increase the time slowly. Do you want an E or a Y? Wait. 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 No. Wait. Welcome back to Autism Live. We, I'm so excited because we're sitting here with Matt Asner, who is the Executive Director of Autism Speaks Southern California. In just a few minutes, we are going to be joined by Matt's dad, Ed Asner, yes. the amazing actor. I'm so excited that he's going to be here with us. But so it's always thrilling to have you, and you've been a semi-regular here on the show. You're an amazing dad, yes, and you are you. an amazing advocate for our advocate. You're a dadvocate. Yeah. Is there a t-shirt? There needs to be there a t-shirt. And uh, we always like to check in with your, you have the Autism Brady Bunch, your family. Yes, I certainly do. <clears throat> amazing, amazing family. And uh, we, we wish you guys nothing but the best. We saw you guys recently at the Dodger Autism Awareness Night. And you, you, you had much family there. And you were telling me a story at Stephanie's Day the other day about something that happened at the Dodger game. I want you to share it with everybody. You have to remind me which story that was. About the fact that your son was having a little bit of a tough oh, time. Oh, this is great, actually. Yeah. He, um, we were sitting up, you know, we sat up in the, um, 
like at the very um, back of the um, first section. Mm -hmm. And my dad, you know, doesn't do well with stairs, and so we sat right up at the very top. Mm -hmm. And um, it, you know, it reverberates heavily in there. Yeah. So we, you know, he was having a rough time. Will was having a rough time there. And so I, I got, I got up with him. We were walking to the bathroom, and he was having a little bit of a meltdown. And uh, an usher came up to me, and said, "Oh, I can see that your, your son is having a rough time." And I thought maybe you'd like these, uh, these earphone earplugs. And I thought that's amazing. I mean, to me, uh, that's a huge step forward. Amazing because step forward. you've got uh, people who are, you know, completely aware of what's going on. It's autism awareness night. They know that that's going on there, mm -hmm. and you have them. So whoever trained them, whoever said to them, you know, be on the lookout for that, I, I give kudos to. Yeah. Because that's that's incredible. Well, how many times have we all been to an autism event where you'd think that people would get it, but you're exactly. at a venue that isn't necessarily exactly. all the time autism aware? And, you know, maybe five years ago, what you would have gotten were a bunch of looks like, why can't you control your child? Well, you still get that. But, right. But, but you know, here was but, one person, yeah. and it starts that way. And he was an usher. You know, he was he was one of these guys that, uh, you know, that, that checks people's tickets and makes yeah. sure they're sitting in the right seat. And I think... Uh, you know, I was amazed. I was amazed at uh, at you know him being so in touch with uh, you know with the people in the stadium. Yeah, I, I love that. So I have to ask you: Did you try the earplugs? Did it? I, we put the earplugs in, and you know, you still had a, had a rough time. But but because um, that's a whole other sensory issue when yeah. you got things in your so ears. So every time, every time, uh, every time the Dodgers scored uh, that night, um, he would uh, he would yell out "boo," you know. <laughs> so you know, it was. <laughs> and people got over it. People got over it. Yeah. Because that's what you need to do. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, it was a wonderful event. It was a great event. I it have a, to tell you. It was a great event. My favorite so far. And I, yeah. I, I, I got to tell you, though, I, I got a call um, early in the day, the day before, on Monday, uh, and they told me, well, we're not going to have you and your dad uh, say it's time for Dodger baseball. We were going to do that. <gasps> and, and I said, oh, why? Why, why, are you, why, are you not, why are we not doing that? Well, and they, they said, well... Uh, we, we, we got a replacement, but it, don't worry, it's really good. And I said, well, what do you mean? And they go, it's the Los Angeles Kings. Right. And I was, okay, fine. And this was days after, yeah. If you want to bump me for the Los Angeles Kings, you can bump me for the Los Angeles Kings. Well, so. that's very nice of you to allow. That was pretty impressive that the Kings were there the same night. It made it a really special evening. Oh, uh, it was incredible. Uh, really amazing. And it added electricity to the evening. Yes. And, they were there. They, you know, we had like uh, I think half the team was there. Yeah. On the field. Uh, with the whole with the Stanley, Stanley Cup. Cup. Yeah. And it was incredible. It, it was. It was a beautiful night. It was amazing. It was and amazing. there was a lot of goodwill there that yeah. night. I was there with my husband and my son, and we had a really good time. So thank you. And your you. son was on the field. Right? He came down onto the field yeah. for a couple of minutes and and was there, um, and that was a big deal to him and his uncle. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, and that's currency. Yeah. Honestly, you know, that's a very big deal for to include family um, that my brother-in-law could connect with my son about that will stay with them for the next 30 years. Oh, well, yeah. And, and you know, there was something else that was very special about that night um, for me. Um, I um, haven't been to a Dodger game with my father. Mm. For probably, I, I, I thought it was 40 years, but I think it's probably closer to 35 years. Wow. 35 years. And ironically, we were on the field together because yeah. it was a Hollywood Stars night. Yes. And and we were probably standing in the same place we were on that night. Wow. So it was it was pretty incredible to me that um, 
that we could have that experience together again. Yeah. Uh, and it meant a lot to me. It was very special. You're going to make me weep. I think that's <laughs> lovely. Uh, those moments are so important, and those are the moments that kids remember, yeah. uh, whether they're on the spectrum or otherwise. Absolutely. My, my son will remember that night the rest of his life. So uh, thank you for giving him that memory Absolutely. and giving him that connection with his uncle, because you can't buy that, as I yeah. said. And we had, and we had um, I think, um, six, six kids take the field, I yes. think maybe even more. Um, and they each, you know, one parent went with them and, and it was a very special evening for them. Yeah. Like you said, I think, I don't think they're going to forget that anytime soon. No, absolutely so. not. And for those of us standing up in the stands, it was really remarkable yeah. as well. Uh, and what, what a full crowd for, oh, yeah. uh, for that. Good early, you know, part of the game. Absolutely. Was, there was a lot of people in the stands. Yes. And I was, I was very impressed. And a lot of people wearing their team t-shirts, yeah. uh, you know, that they wear at the walk, the yeah. wonderful walk that you do. Uh, I thought that was really fun, too. I thought it was great. Uh, huge, huge families. Really remarkable. But you do good work. That's what you do. Yeah. And you've got some more things that are coming up. And we have we have your dad. He's here. Uh, and so He is here? He is here. He's in the building? He's in the building. <laughs> and uh, we're, we're very excited. We're all at Twitter uh, to have him here with us live on the show for the first time. So we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we are going to have the amazing seven-time Emmy-winning actor Ed Asner with us. Stick with us. find out you're having a boy you always think like oh he's gonna play football he's gonna do this and that and then when he's diagnosed all those things get washed away it's like that piece that's always in the back of your mind you know where is he what is he doing is he safe we really didn't know what we were dealing with I wish that they could have directed me a little bit more and provided me some information I was a young mom I didn't know what it was like to raise a boy despite a boy with autism Hundreds of thousands of families are not getting the help they need for their children with autism all around the country. Act Today is determined to bridge the gap. These families really have to go through a lot to get a grant. The application process isn't easy. The records, the diagnosis proof, they're really battling for their kids. So when we can give them a grant, it is so wonderful to see that they succeed in getting that help for their children. Our founder, Dr. Doreen Grampiche, is an amazing woman, and she is one of the world's foremost authority on behavior of children with autism. She's extremely knowledgeable, and she oversees every single grant we give. She is part of that process. People may think of autism care and treatment as simply schooling or therapy, but you know, we provide important safety supports, things like fencing, for example. The whole family's living in fear of that child running out into traffic. I recently delivered an iPad to a little boy with some of the apps that are out there for children with autism. Miracles happen. I got the iPad from ACT. From ACT, What yeah. did it say? Can you repeat that, Dustin? I got the iPad from that. We have helped so many military families. And when I think of these brave families that are fighting two battles, one to protect our country and one for the right treatment and care for their children, it, it breaks my heart. And I think we have to do more as a nation to help them. There's not a day that doesn't go by that we don't think about it. Some people say, oh, he's normal. 
you don't see the battles that I see every single day. My husband does have to deploy, and when they get on that bus, that might be the last time that my kids ever see them. So I called, and they informed me that he had received the grant, which was like a blessing from above. I was just like speechless. I just started to cry because, you know, without it, we would, we would have been lost. The AT grant was a total miracle, and without that, they wouldn't be able to receive a service dog. So we're so appreciative what they've done for us as a family. Recently, ACT Today funded a program for military children with autism in San Diego, the Inclusion Films Program, which is run by Joey Travolta, and teaches uh, kids on the autism spectrum literal filmmaking skills. They learn how to make a movie. Everybody? There you go, got it. Okay. Everything that goes into the process of making a film goes into everyday life. So they're learning life skills, they're learning to collaborate. It was really nice to know how much they were enjoying this camp and they're with people who are supporting them and are making them feel great about themselves and their differences and their similarities. And I get two kids that are working together and apart and together and apart, so it's an interrelationship as well as a camp and a learning experience. It's so fulfilling when I get letters. One stands out for me, a, a boy who was 14 with Asperger's, and we gave him a grant to go to a drama camp. He wrote to us and said, Dear Act Today, thank you for letting me belong for the first time in my life. These kids are remarkable. You know, we underestimate them. They're so knowledgeable, they're so capable, and we can change the life of a family, which means changing the life of a community. Welcome back to Autism Live. We are so excited because here in the my studio wallet. with us, <laughs> did somebody, somebody, took my somebody wallet. frisk you? <laughs> we have the <laughs> massively appreciated and awarded actor, Ed Asner. He is a seven-time Emmy winner, a five-time Golden Globe winner. How about that? Oh, my it's God. It's been over a decade since SAG gave you the Laft Lifetime Achievement Award, and you continue to work. Oh. And there are many among us who feel that if there were a category for best voice actor in a film, you would also be an Academy Award-winning actor. So we adore you and everything that you do. All of these amazing roles that you have played in your life, but we have you here today because of one of the greatest roles you've played, that of a dad and a grandpa. Yeah, yeah. And he had to work very hard at that role. That was very As does everyone. Very foreign to him. Uh, yeah, you did a very good job. I think you did a remarkable job, <laughs> as witnessed by our other guest, Matt Asner, who's the executive director of Autism Speak Southern California. Oh, your name's Asner. Yeah, yes. Hi. Hi. Nice to meet you. We've <laughs> never met before. Uh, it's it's an honor. Good to see you. Well, what, what, uh, Mishpocha, uh, where's your uh, family from? Um, Lithuania. Lithuania, huh? Oh. <laughs> wow. How about you? Really? Interesting. It's amazing that there's no relation. God forbid. <laughs> I want to know what it's like having a dad who is so famous for many things, not the least of which is playing Santa Claus. What's it like growing up with the pressure of, of this amazing personality? It was like, it was like uh, having Santa Claus in your home all the time. Oh, bull. <laughs> you liar. No, it was... You uh, lied to the people like that? <laughs> no, it was, you know, look, um, 
I'm who I am today because of him. Well, that's pretty impressive. And my mom. And his mom. Yeah. And, um, you know, but he's given me a lot of the tools that I use every day, and I, I owe him a lot. He's got a better voice than I do. <laughs> well, I, I would say you both have different kinds of voices. Let's be political about this. So our viewers want to know, in terms of being an autism dad and an autism grandpa, I can't imagine how different it is now than when your son was first diagnosed. And, of course, we're talking about your half-brother, Matt. Yeah, uh, Charlie. Charlie. And how old is Charlie now? 26. 26. Well, I have a uh, 27 in a month. Wow. That's amazing. So when did you first know that something was different about Charlie? Oh, uh, from, from birth, uh, but I thought it was wonderful. Uh, so you <laughs> I mean, appreciated those differences. He had the autism qualities that I admire. Oh. Uh, and uh, whereas, I mean, he, every nursery school he'd go to, he'd climb every tree and he'd, he'd jump across this or that. He was, he was always driving them nuts because he was running and jumping and, and uh, flying through the air. And the Energizer Bunny. Yeah, yeah, it was. We call that busy pants yeah. in my house. Yeah. Busy, busy pants. Yeah. Uh, so he had a lot to do. And, it, it, you know, I, I really it took me years to become convinced that he was autistic. I just thought he was special. Yeah. Well, he is special. And he's special. still special. Yeah. And so what year was it when you really understood that he was on the spectrum? Do you, can you remember? I, like, was I it the 80s, it, 90s? There was no definitive. Okay. We, I got custody of him with my maid at the time, mm -hmm. uh, who I later married, and she did a great job in and raising him and, you know, bearing down. Uh, and even when we had joint visitation, uh, when he'd come to me, I'd work on him on, on uh, uh, reading, and she would work with him on, uh, I taught him phonics, okay. and she would work with him on math, working with exercises in the car. And it's why he kept alive and had a, a brain pool to finally go into school regularly and compete with his peers. Um, he's just special. Yeah. And uh, uh, well, he went to California Poly and uh, did a very nice job there, got a wonderful education there. I would have gone to California Poly High if they thought it would over overtax him too much. So we sent him to another school, which we didn't like, and finally we sent him off to well, Chicago, I guess, yeah. yeah. And uh, he did okay there. Uh, the, it used to be the, uh, the one who created the term refrigerator mothers. Right. Uh, what the hell was his name? And of course, I can't think of the name either. Yeah. Matt, help us. You know who we're talking no, about? No, I can't, I can't remember the name. <sighs> but um, um, I'll come up with it in a minute. But, it was, but I know who you're talking about. It was about. adjacent to the University of Chicago. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, it was affiliated. Yeah. And he, he did okay there. And then after several years there, uh, he, he went as far as he could. And then we, we brought him home. And uh, Canner. By that, by that time, yeah. huh? Leo Canner. Leo Canner. That's right. No, no. That's the one who 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 
uh, created or, or de delineated autism, uh, uh, Asperger's. Okay. Uh, well, that's okay. We were talking about he went to Chicago and he did okay for a while. I'll come up with a name for the guy who came uh, up with the refrigerator. I'll, 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 maybe you'll understand it better if you'll, if you'll, uh, if I may quote my spouse at the time, yes. Cindy, who said, he, he doesn't suffer from autism, he suffers from asnerism. Ah. How true is, is that? Mm. How true is that? Mm. <laughs> there is an element of me in that, I guess. Well, I, you know, I, I think we can all relate to something about being on the spectrum, right? I always, I, I, I notice the things that I am, and I wonder, is that, is my child have those things, or is that uh, autism spectrum? Mm. Do, don't you? Oh, I look back all the time, and I think about that, and, and certainly there are aspects of, of my personality right now that I think are somewhere in there. Yeah, I think we're all a little on the spectrum. So let's move forward in time. Then you have grandchildren, multiple grandchildren, and the moment comes when you watch your son going through this with a child who gets diagnosed. How did, that, how did you feel about that? Well, I then began to wonder, it must be asnerism. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, uh, my, my son was, was um, um, less lucky in a way than, than I because his son was not as high on the spectrum as my son was. And I realized he'd have a much harder job and he would, he would but I saw him so filled with love and caring and tenderness far more than I could have mustered that uh, I was reassured that the kid was certainly uh, going to make it. Yeah. And he has. Yeah. He's, he's come along beautifully. Yeah. I heard him talking about how he had a meltdown at the game. I didn't see that. I didn't even hear him call or boo at the Dodgers. But, <laughs> you were into your popcorn. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, maybe Grandpa excuses some things. I think so. And uh, as all Grandpas should. Or shrug off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah it's all part of being they, a kid. They have a wonderful relationship. Yeah? They really do. They have a wonderful relationship, uh, you and Will. He kind of gives me that look all right. <laughs> well, what's interesting is, you know, he's... He's a very loud person, and and grumpy uh, most of the time. Are we talking about Will or your no, dad? No. Well, actually, you could say you could say the same thing about both of them. But um, but no, and I think Will looks at him as this um, this vibrant personality that uh -huh. uh, uh, that is unlike anyone else. Yeah. And, well, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. Right. And and I think I think he really enjoys when when he spars with him. Yeah. Because I call it sparring. Mm. You guys spar. Mm. And it's a, it's a wonderful kind of give and take. It's, it's a nice thing. To, to the extent that you, know, you feel sorry for his older boy, who doesn't have that speciality. And, and he trudges along with the usual afflictions of the youth, of trying, trying to be somebody, trying to be special, and not, not having that. Mm -hmm wonderful mark of autism that his younger brother has, that he has to constantly allow, make allowances for and give and, and not tease, to uh, over, yeah. over tease and, and always be on his toes. So that he, um, 
he becomes a rascal in other respects, which is not appreciated. Yeah. So you know, I want to club him. <laughs> <laughs> but how wonderful that you appreciate them both for exactly who they are and, and appreciate I, the things that they're going through. They're good boys. They're, they're that's really great. Good boys. Really remarkable. And neither one is fat. <laughs> And this that, is important. Thank God, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so they denied my inheritance. <laughs> hey, you know, I, I was looking for a picture of you online the other day, and there was a, a very, I have to say, something I had never seen before, but just when I Googled you, there was a very flattering picture of you completely in the buff with your hand placed just so, and I was like, who knew that Mr. Asner had this going on? My hand what? was placed, <laughs> my hand was placed where? Appropriately, so like a fig leaf. You were completely nude, Are sir. You? Oh. I will have to show it to you. It I, was pretty I think, impressive. I think it's a fake. Do you think it's a fake? I think it's a You've fake. You've got to show it to I'll show it to you, because I was like, well, hello, Mr. Asner. No, we can't, it's a family show. <laughs> um, but uh, speaking well, of- families which, have nudity. That's right. And your hand is appropriately placed, but I was like, Wow, my eyebrows went up. I, I, I it got a I little hope, bit warmer in the room. I hope they digitized my hand. <laughs> well, we'll take a look at it. And you'll have to tell me okay. if it's a fake. Um, wow. But you've got a really important event that's coming up, and we're going to take a little bit of a break. We're going to come back and talk about the event, and because the event involves playing poker, we oh, have boy. we have some cards and some chips. We thought maybe we'd play a little poker. Are you into it? Yeah. Right. Oh are my you, goodness. You dealing? Uh, I don't dealing. know who's dealing. Are you? Are we letting He's him deal? Here, dealer. you get the dealer chip then. So for those of you watching at home, uh, you, you're not going to want to miss this. We're going to play a little card. I, I think I'm going to lose something. I don't. What are we going to bet? Are we going to bet money? We, I don't know what we're going to do. Okay. We'll figure it out. Your you guys, birthright would be a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a silent auction uh, attached to this event. Maybe yes. we can come up with something we can donate for the silent we auction. Go. We'll, we'll uh, pick our brains. Here. But in any case, uh, he's shuffling the cards, so stay tuned, watch this. I'm going to look for a picture he's going to shuffle. We'll be right back after these messages. Hi, welcome to Camp Discovery, a free-to-play suite of fun, interactive learning games for kids 2 and up, designed by experts in autism. Camp Discovery will open your early learner to a world of new skills, shapes, numbers, colors, locations, emotions, and more. Let's get started. Please choose a level. Objects. First, Camp Discovery's Intelligent Preference Assessment determines your child's preferred reward for choosing correctly. Okay, got it! Let's play! Camp Discovery creates a motivating learning environment for your child by minimizing incorrect responses and maximizing successful ones. Find the shoes. Respond correctly and your child is rewarded with their favorite animations. You did it! Respond incorrectly and our unique prompting system guides your child to the correct answer by making it the largest choice. That's not it. Try again. Way to go. Continue to answer correctly and the size gradually reduces until the child makes the correct choice independently. You win. Success! Rewards motivate learning. Complete a round and your child is rewarded with a fun mini-game. Track your child's progress with easy-to-read graphs. Multiple settings options allow you to customize Camp Discovery to your child's unique needs. All this in one single app, the Camp Discovery app, available for free on iTunes, Google Play, and Amazon Store. Welcome back to Autism Live. We're busy pouring through pictures of oh, Ed Asner. Oh, there it is. I see it. Uh, do you see what? It? That one. Uh, <laughs> oh, for God's sake. <laughs> whoa. There it is. I, that's what I said. I said, whoa. You see the hand strategically. Strategic First of all, that, is, that ain't my body. 
<laughs> well, uh, anyway. Uh, you got to get me an 8 by 10 of that. <laughs> We're all blushing I'll and it did it get warmer in the studio. Okay. Um, glad I could share that with oh you. Uh, I can't believe you've never seen that before. Okay. Well, uh, you've got a really important event that's coming up. Uh, and and uh, so tell us, Ed, or tell us, Matt, a little bit. Of, you are the dealer. Uh, <laughs> tell well, us. It's on, yes. it's on July 26th. Okay. And it's at the Water Garden in Santa Monica. And it's uh, the second annual mm -hmm. at Asner and Friends Poker Tournament. Last year, it was a wonderful success. We had a lot of people there. Don Cheadle came and played. Wonderful. Uh, who else was there? Lovely guy. Yes. Cato uh, Kalin was there. Okay. Yeah, he's funny. Um, <laughs> Uh, I've seen was him it Jason London? He's funny. Jason London? Yeah. Jason London was there. So we had a lot of, you know, people come by. It was wonderful. Really wonderful experience. Okay. And, and it's all raising money. All raising money for Autism Speaks. And all, raising money for Autism Speaks in Los Angeles. In Los Angeles, Southern California. Which is a really yeah. uh, wonderful thing to raise money for. Yeah. We have a, I'm told that we have more people with diagnosed autism in Los Angeles than any other city. I don't know if that's true, but this is what I was recently told. I think told. because we have more adult awareness here. Well, uh, maybe that is yeah. the case. But yeah. in any, there are many people in need. We've got a huge need. And I, we were at Stephanie's Day on Saturday. And I don't know what you walked away with, but I walked away with so much hope and an understanding Absolutely. of how much work is left to be done. I think they do an incredible job. Oh, incredible it? It was, job. It was Steve, a lovely event. Steve and, and, uh, and Tony oh, uh, are, are really on top of it. And they've, in three years, have yes. made something that I think... Uh, is really great for the community. It was really remarkable. Yeah. So we're going to play a little Texas Hold'em here because that's what you're doing at this wonderful event that... Uh, I'm not you're, dealing. You're not going to deal? I don't think so. Yeah. No, you're not dealing. Yeah. Not, at the, oh. not at the poker No, 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 tournament. not at the... But you're going to deal right oh, now. Yeah. Actually, at the poker tournament, we have these lovely ladies called the Dealer Dolls. They're, oh, they're going to be dealing. Dealer totally Dolls. Totally new. No, no. no. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This year they're not going to be. This year they're no. Family show. That was a mistake <laughs> last year, so <laughs> we're not going to do that again. Okay. So, uh, and you have a silent auction as part of the event, uh, yeah. but you're going to play some Texas Hold'em. So we thought it would be fun to play a little Texas Hold'em here sure. on the show. Have you ever with played you. before? I have. I played a little bit, but I'm uh, not good at the betting thing. Okay. So should we start with some chips? Um, sure. What do we want to do here? Well, I don't know. Just give me some chips. Do we need chips? I'm not, do... putting, I'm not putting dollar bills down. Right, 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 right. Uh, so it should, it should be something so for everybody. What should we call these? I'm playing too. Five dollars, ten dollars. Okay. Why don't we call the white chips five dollars? Okay. All right. All right, that's we, enough. Oh, we, don't need, we don't need any more chips. Okay, so you said five dollars? Yeah. And we're All playing right. with funny money here. No, I'm, I'm dealing you in. Okay. Oh, yeah. But before we look at them, we have to do the blinds, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, so you be the blind. Okay, so, and I get to decide how much I put no, in? No, you put in one chip. Oh, I put in one chip, okay. And does that mean the... the or you put in two chips, and I'll put in one. Okay. Okay. Because you're the small blind, I'm the blind. big blind. Big and little blind. There we okay. go. All I right. did a little reading okay. about this, but... Um, okay. Okay, here we go. And that's yours. All don't, right. Don't complain. No, no. <laughs> You, you gave me some good cards, right? You ready? Yeah. And now, do I look at them first before you turn them over, the first three? I don't know. I think we bet, don't we? <laughs> I, I read the rules. I think we look well, we and we bet to... before the turn. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's it. Too bad this isn't baseball. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure that means something that I should know. Okay, so do I bet first? Um, yes. But I have to match the No, blind? I would bet first. Okay. 
You're the little blind. Yeah. Well, thank you, Beth. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I'm, Somebody will first. know at the event. We're just having that. fun I'm, here. I'm gonna. I'm gonna come in. I'll okay. call. And so I'm gonna call too. Okay. No, you already. You're. You're just checking. I don't have to. No, oh, I'm checking you, that. You were the big blind. So See, I knew in. somebody was going right. to help me with you're this. You're checking. Okay. Now, so now we do the flop. Okay. And we're going to put it right up here. And so we have a nine. The audience at home can see. A nine of diamonds. And a seven of diamonds. Ooh. Oh, boy. There we, we go. we got two diamonds here. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. A seven of clubs. We have two sevens. Okay, Sick. Now, now, now we bet again, right? Sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so it's up to you? Uh, it would be up to me. Um, I'm in. Two, huh? Yeah. Make it four. Really? Oh, boy. Okay, now can I raise it again? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to put my four in and I'm going to raise it three. Three. Jeez. You're getting. Shannon, for a beginner, Shannon's really getting. Uh, getting loose bold. with other people's money. That's yeah. right. Uh, okay, Especially I'm, since it's all fake money. I'm going to fold. Well, I certainly will call you, <laughs> you huzzy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. Uh, all right. So now I have to put in more or I'm done? Oh, I so just you called. called. Okay. All so right. What do we have? No. Another flop. All right. There we go. Ooh. King. Okay. King. So we bet again? Mm-hmm. All right. So what, do I have to? You're the raiser, so you bet. Okay. Do I have to put in a certain amount or I can put however much I want? I'm going to put in two. It's, yeah, no limit. Put in two. Okay. Well, since I only got three, you want some more here? Take some no, more. No, I'll call you. Okay. I think we don't. All right, we, we, we get... subjected them to enough <laughs> tediousness. And I'll call. Okay. Oh wait a minute! This is the last card. This is the last. This is the last card. one. This is the big one. We'll make it three. All right. You're all in. I'm all in. Okay. Okay, so I'm all in too. Forget. Oh it. wow. I'm just all in. What are you doing? I'm all in. We're all in. So That's you're okay. raising him. No, I, just however many, I'm all in. So wait, so he put in one. So. I had more than him to start. Here, uh -oh, give him some of mine because I, I I had more than him to start with. Okay. All right. So consider me so all in. So we've got in. one more card here. I'm all in. Do you want to be all in? Oh, of course. All right. Okay. Yeah, I want to wipe you out. <laughs> I'm going to clean I, no, okay, what's okay. the card? Clean the street with Let's you. see it. Oh, my goodness. A six. A six, okay. Doesn't help anyone. Doesn't, Doesn't do a goddamn thing. Doesn't do anything. Gosh, it's a family show. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you coughed over it. Okay, so now do we bet again or we just turn over? No, you're going to flop now. Well, actually, you could, but you're all in, so. Yeah, okay. Just... All right, so we're both all in. So it's time to turn over. Now you have to reveal the cards. Okay. So I have a pair. Shannon has a pair, two pair. I did a lot of bluffing. I have, I, yeah. That's right, I have two pair, don't well, I? Well, I got two pair. And he's got oh, a bigger pair. Oh, and he's got a bigger pair. Ah, 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 did I, I actually win? Slick. Did no. I actually win? What do you mean, no. did you no. actually win? No, no, no. What, what has he got? I got a bigger pair. Oh, you have a bigger pair. Mine is bigger you than pairs. yours. That's right, that's exactly right, because there's two nights. He won. I'm, I'm going to give you I was these. Gonna... <laughs> what did you have? I had an ace and a jack. Oh, the hell of a card to drop out on. Yeah. Well, I kind of figured someone had a pair, so. I was just bluffing. Well done. <laughs> well, you beat me. Beat me. And, and I'll, I'll learn more 
the night of the game so that I'll act like a professional. Well, <laughs> and the you? dealers are the ones that are helpful and tell you when yes. you're playing. So let's talk a little bit about what what happens at the game because the grand prize is pretty amazing, yeah, right? Yeah, it's a, a night, or not a night, a weekend in the presidential suite. Uh, at the Intercontinental Hotel in uh, San Francisco. Mm -hmm. Air, airplane, you know, everything's taken care of. Amazing. And it's, and I know the person, uh, the person who, uh, who, who got the deal for us has stayed there. And it is an unbelievable experience. Okay. Wow. And it comes with more things, too. There's like a $250 gift certificate to for a Loose. For restaurant. For a restaurant to Loose. There. And yeah. uh, so amazing. And then there are a whole bunch of silent auction items yeah. at the... Yeah, we the... have... Uh, Roland has donated a, a keytar for all of you 80s fans. Wonderful. Um, you can be Devo if you want. There you go. Uh, and then we have um, uh, Beast by Dre is giving us a package where, Ooh. you know, headphones and speaker, oh Bluetooth speaker. So there's a lot of fun stuff that... that that you can bid on okay. and wrap the raffle prizes and stuff like and that. And this is happening on July 26th, July on 26th. Saturday, July 26th. But if you want to register to go to the event, you really have to RSVP by the 20th? By the 20th. Okay. And there is a Facebook page, the second annual Ed uh, Asner Poker and Friends. And Friends. It's Ed Asner and Friends Poker. Uh, so I can't I imagine... I have many friends. You have a lot of so friends. I'm, Especially I'm, after he plays we, poker with we, them. Well, I can see why <laughs> you're a shark. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we want to encourage Devastating. people. And so, and and there are buy-ins that you can do. So there's a ticket if you want to play poker. There's a yeah. cost for that. There's a, okay, so when if you want to play poker, it's $250 okay. to get into the game. Uh, and then with unlimited buybacks, if you if you unfortunately get forced out, there's unlimited buybacks. So and then so you can come back into the game. come back into the game. Uh, and also there's a waiting list so that if you're actually there and you want to play poker but it's sold out, you, you can actually sit in a seat that someone, if someone leaves the game, you can sit into it in that seat. Okay. Um, and also, uh, if you just want to come and enjoy drinks and, and dinner, uh, you can, uh, it's $100, and you can come and have a good time, watch Absolutely. people play poker. Rub it's elbows with... with and, and now that I've shown you how bumbling I am... You weren't bumbling. I would think it, it would uh, entice a lot of people to come there and clean the floor with me. <laughs> there you think, go. You I, well, I, could, I wanted to play poker with you today. I'm sure that there are tons of people out there who want to play poker with you. We played in a poker tournament once. Really? Yeah. A real... Like a like, real one, yeah. yeah. Like in Commerce Casino. And did they know who you guys were? Did you go incognito? No, you we outlasted me, didn't you? I did outlast you, yes. I outlasted you in, in last year's poker tournament. You did? I did. I don't want you to play anymore. <laughs> Spoken like a true dad. But but he he uh, he got very mad at me when we were in the tournament together. Uh oh, why? Because uh, I I did something that he took offense to. I think I what? you I think I. I think I, I forced you out of the game. <laughs> Your own dad? Uh, yeah, well, you know, we gotta do poker what you gotta is do. poker. Yeah, that's right. You know? It's all business. He betrayed me. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I'm sure that there are a lot of kids who are out there who are watching this that they think of you with so much love from up. A uh, whole new generation of kids. But you do other voiceover things as well. Mm -hmm. You were a very celebrated three-time nominee for Daytime Emmy for doing voiceover things. Mm -hmm. uh, what what has been your favorite role that you've played in all this time? Well, I can't I can't ignore the twelve years I did Lou Grant. Yeah, he's a he's a cutie. <laughs> he sure was. But. Uh, um, I, I love doing Freakazoid, uh, 
Cosgrove. Cosgrove. Yeah. Uh -huh. And uh, unfortunately, I, I haven't been called back to do my character on Boondocks, but I've had a lot of fun playing Ed Wunsler on that. Wonderful. Uh, and of course, Rich Man, Poor Man. Yeah. And uh, how about Granny Goodness? Yes. <laughs> That's a lot of fun. All good stuff. <laughs> I didn't realize until last night that you hold more Emmys than any other actor, and that you're the only actor. That's that's what the, I, I read online. And no, you're the only actor who Male has actor. ever gotten an Emmy for playing the same role in a comedy and in a drama for no, Lou Grant. No. That's pretty impressive. That's yeah, it's pretty nice. And and when I was thinking about it and seeing how many awards you've won, but how many times you've been nominated, is it old hat to you now when you dress up to go to these things when you're nominated? I mean, you you pretty good odds. How I don't many get times? nominated that much. Uh, are you kidding me? Are you no, have over like now. 24 nominations altogether? Oh really? Yeah, I that's know. a lot of times to put on a tux and go and know that your name is going to get called. Now I know why you're so bitter. <laughs> yeah, nominated a lot of times, only won seven. But, but no, because that, you've won five Golden Globes. I mean, yeah. I think your average is, you're, you're batting like 50%, which is well, amazing in the industry. It's pretty well, it's, it's, true. It's, it's pretty amazing. 40, 40%. I mean, about 40%, I, I, 35%. I have to add, add it all up, but... Uh, yeah, but you, you take a broad like Betty White. I mean, she can fall off a log and win in it. <laughs> Uh, it, when I was looking at pictures of you and I saw the one of you in the buff that's not really you, there were also a lot of pictures of you and Betty White kissing in different decades. Yeah. Uh, so you guys have been friends for a long time. Her lips got fuller and fuller. <laughs> I'm sure she appreciates hearing that. Uh, uh, you must have a lot of friends in the industry that you've known for a long, long time. Well, we have to compare notes. Yes. Do you? Are you still in contact with some of the other people from the Mary Tyler Moore Show? I'm in touch with Betty. I'm in touch with uh, Valerie, mm -hmm. and uh, watched with amazement at her recovery from that <gasps> dread uh, creature, the Big C. Yes. And uh, uh, occasionally, I see Gavin. Occasionally, I see uh, um, the, the Ted's wife. Uh, oh uh, yes. Uh, oh, Georgette. 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 George yes. Georgia. 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 And uh, I, I see Alan Burns uh, once in a while. Um, it was a beautiful period of my life. Yeah. Beautiful. Pretty amazing. It but was, it was a, a great period of my life too. Well, you had to have been very young. I was, well, yeah, I was very young, but I grew up on that set. I mean, I... I can't even imagine. I, I would probably go there at least once a week. He was at a good age yeah. to begin to enjoy it. I mean, we we hit the road around uh, when he was about seven, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So he began to experience all that hullabaloo. Well, and you it really, know... And it really was, it really was, it really was a, it really was a family. Yeah. That set was a family. Well, and you know that's so iconic to so many of us, especially young women. We all watched that show, mm. and it broadened what our dreams were for our lives. I mean, Oprah has said that, that yeah. she watched, and that was everything to her. Did she you gave see her the courage. reunion she created for yes, us? Yes, absolutely amazing. Well, uh, you know, as a man, it, it, it you know, I kept, kept looking at, at all this breaking ground for the Mary Tyler Moore, this and that, 
what the hell are they talking about? Other, for instance, uh, it, it is fact that they originally wrote the script with her being divorced, mm -hmm. and the network said, no way, no way. She just broke off her engagement or whatever, <clears throat> or he broke it off. <clears throat> so, uh, I, and I, as a, a male pig, never, n never understood the the case for women that they were I mean they still fight the glass ceiling and 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 they I kept looking at it what what not enough not enough you still want more you still want more and, and to realize that that they are uh, another privileged class well, I have to tell you that, you know, as much as I was watching Mary on that show to see who I wanted to be when I grew up, I was watching Lou yeah. to see all of the men that I would meet in my life who didn't believe that I could do what I could do, how she dealt with him and how he dealt with her. Mm -hmm. And we all hung on the fact that there was so much respect both ways. Mm -hmm. And every time Lou showed that he respected her, that gave us all the courage That's to good. go up against the strong male figures yeah. that we respected. I mean, it really shaped who we all became, uh, which is quite a legacy just on its own, but you've done so many other things as well. Yeah, but, but you you never realized at the time we were doing it. Really? Of this enormous majority who were under a yoke. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, and it constantly gets proven and, and, and shown and demonstrated that, I mean, look, 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 look what happens in Asia, for God's sake. Yeah. In in uh, certain Muslim countries, uh, uh, there's so much work left to do. There is on so many different fronts, but you have had such a big voice and such a positive voice in so many fronts. I mean, for women in that way, <sighs> and uh, and then in so many other ways. And you were very outspoken politically, and sometimes to your detriment in your career. But we all appreciated that. Very outspoken as a sad some president. Did, some didn't. Well, <laughs> most of us appreciated. Uh, the few that didn't uh, didn't appreciate it loudly, but we all still appreciated that and now the things that you do for the autism community are of such value and we all appreciate you I know that you've got so many other things that you do and that you have left to do and the fact that you give the time to the community it means so much to all of us how old your son he is 11 I had to think about it for Same a second because well. he just turned 11 the other day so but he he got to meet you at a walk and he did because he met the guy from us Oh, yeah. And he thinks of that as being you, even though it's animated. Yeah. You know, you you have a certain resemblance. Well, actually, I think as the year as we go through the years now after up, I think he gets closer and closer to Carl Friedman. <laughs> I think he actually is starting to become him. <laughs> Are there's you a picture. There's a picture of uh, of him at the Dodger game with, <laughs> next to a little, a little boy, you know, uh, who is with us, uh, and the little boy is looking at his cane, taking his cane, and, and I I thought, oh my God, that's it's, up. Yeah. That's totally up. Yeah. Uh, and what a wonderful, rich character that is. And how well, I, I do think if there were an, an award, and they should make an award for voice acting, uh, I think we're all in agreement you would have had an Oscar. Well, 
thank you, thank you. Uh, the, the greatness is in uh, Pete Doctor and Bob Peterson in, uh, in creating this phenomenal story, yeah. none of which I knew when I went in to do it. Mm. I just would do it segment by segment by segment. And they, they wove this magic, and uh, they really should be ensconced on the high thrones for their great artistic merciful work well you brought it home let's say that oh. they you know they they gave you some powerful storylines and some powerful words but you brought it home it's really an amazing tour de force uh and you have continued to do some stage work i have not gotten to see you do fdr laguna yet. In November. Okay, I will be there because I want to see this. I, yeah. Now, what made you choose FDR to base a, a show around? I, I adored him. I mean, that, that goes without saying. Uh, but I was doing the theater at Sea Cruises, and I didn't have anything prepared, so they had this play that Dor Sherry wrote after Sunrise at Campobello. And they said, you want to do that reading? And I said, yeah, I'll do that. So I did it, and Phil Langner, the producer, said... Uh, uh, so what, what do you think about our taking it out as a one-man show? I said, oh, fine. So we've been doing it for about four or five years now. Okay. And well, I want to see. I'm a huge FDR fan, so I, I definitely want So in November at Laguna, Laguna Playhouse. Is it Laguna Playhouse? I, 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 don't, I don't know Laguna, okay. so what's down there? I, I, Laguna Playhouse. Laguna Playhouse. Well, we'll, 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 we'll get more information, and I'd like to come and see that. All right. I was saying to you that let, I... Let him know. Okay, yeah, no, I'll make sure. Know, yeah. um, I, I got to see you 20 years ago, it's probably more than 20 years oh, ago, Born doing Yesterday. Born Yesterday with Madeline Kahn, oh. and, and that was the first time that I got to meet you, and you were amazing in that. Absolutely amazing in that. It was really incredible. And one of the things that was, I'm a huge Garson Kanan fan, first yeah. of all, who wrote the play. And uh, I thought, it, and I've seen many productions of Born Yesterday, but what you brought to that role, uh, for people who don't know, it's a young woman who is with a guy who's very powerful, but not necessarily very nice. And she's not very smart. And another guy comes into the picture who helps to educate her. And eventually she leaves the character that you played, which is the very powerful but not so nice guy. But one of the things that I always had a problem with was when people would do the play, you wouldn't see what made her stay with the guy for so long. And you and Madeline Kahn had chemistry. Mm. Oh, man, was there all kinds of chemistry. It was really amazing to see that. I don't know if Garson Kanan got a chance to see it, but I'm sure if he did, oh, yeah, he would have yeah. uh, was, loved it. He was around. Oh yeah. my gosh, he had to have loved no. how you played that role. I think, and all I've I've seen it many times. I think you're the only person who brought that out. That this, you know, there was a reason why she was with him. It, you know, you didn't play him as all one color. He was yeah. a very, you know, depth filled guy, uh, which I appreciated so much. And I got to meet you then. I was a waitress in the coffee shop because I was going to the National Theater Conservatory across the street. Oh yeah. You came into the coffee 
coffee shop and I waited on you and because of who I am I said hey I'm studying at the National Theater Conservatory across the street will you come and speak to the school and you said absolutely really? you did <laughs> and then you came and spoke you scared me half to death so when it was time to introduce you uh, and I didn't know I was responsible for introducing you but the artistic director said now you wait out in the hallway meet him on the elevator you introduce him and I was a nervous wreck and you were on the phone with somebody you weren't happy with and so I led you could have been could have been I led you into the room and here's what I said I, I said and he, he, here's someone who needs no introduction Ed Asner <laughs> you <laughs> rotten I good. did I did and I got so much uh, you know what over that and I said it's 20 years later I finally got an uh, opportunity to introduce you as you should have been introduced so wow. thank you for letting me take that full circle now I can sleep at night I'm glad we're old friends I'm glad we're old friends too and I thought it was really sweet of you I was like in my late 20s Mm. And accosted him in a coffee shop, and you said, "Absolutely, I would love." Was to Was your come coffee speak. any good? I'm sure it wasn't. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't. It was good today, but, though. But uh, um, well, I didn't make that. That's why. <laughs> sure. That's why it was. That's okay why it was today. so good. If they put me in charge of the coffee, we'd all be dead now. Um, but I just want you to know, I've been a fan my whole life, and now as an autism mom, I'm just that much more of a fan. Oh. I think that you're remarkable, and and now that I've gotten to know your son, and see the man that he is, you see what a burden he's been. Yes, <laughs> I do. I see this lovely man who's a great dad, who inspires us all on a regular basis. You've done good work all the way around. Well, he he's been he's been an amazing partner for me. Yeah. Uh, in in the autism world. Uh, well, and, and uh, who better, right? Yeah. To be a grandpa and a dad. Exactly. And a legend. Right. It's pretty pretty good business. It's important. It is important. That it be done by somebody. Well, we appreciate that. Uh, we've got just a couple of minutes left here, and I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to close the show with you guys if that's okay oh, with you. Oh, boy, do I have to go to the John. Oh, really? Do you? Because oh, I can take my, a break and. Oh, <laughs> it's I'll three just, minutes. Can you I'll give just, me three more? Yeah, I'll just. She says four minutes. I'll just sit here. Uh, <laughs> Okay, oh, so if you have advice, <laughs> you're going to make me cry. I'm laughing so hard. Okay, so any advice that you have for the dads and the grandpas out there about dealing with autism? Well, I, I think it's what the dads of autistic kids get a chance to practice what they should be practicing even if the kids weren't autistic. It is like a jolting reminder of what they should be and what they should do. Uh, dotting the I's and crossing the T's. And you do that with an autistic kid as best you can. And of course, it's what we should be doing with our normal kids. Yeah. And autism gives us the chance to prove that we're fathers. That's remarkable. I would say the same thing. I would say, you know, be involved. Absolutely. Don't, you know, uh, don't look elsewhere for the responsibility. Be involved. Be as yeah. involved as possible. We were just talking about Stephanie's Day, and we had Steve Malton on the show last week, and I asked him the same question, and he said, stay close. Mm -hmm. Stay close, which is really the same thing. And I, I think 
You know, I've had the opportunity to talk to a lot of dads now, dads who stayed, dads who didn't stay. Mm -hmm. And this is a hard road. It's a very hard road. I, I don't think, you know, any of us wants to paint it as anything other than that. But there are some fabulous moments on the hard road, and you miss them if you don't stay. Yeah. No, I mean, I, look, there are days where you sit there and you go, wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but, but you know, it's... it's uh, the greatest thing I've ever done is is be the father, be a, be a father great. to yeah, he he's been, been great. great to be a father to my two sons. That's the greatest thing I've ever done. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, I, I think the worst thing is for me to realize all the time my shortness, my irrationality, my coming up short with not delivering and it uh, it bugs me and I and I, I don't change it reminds me and I try to be better the next time but I keep making the same mistakes but you're there and you bring oh, who I'm you there. are and yeah. that's everything that's everything yeah. for all of us right now we're trying to teach Charlie how to budget that's impossible I'm going to have somebody we can help you with. <laughs> you know, because sometimes that stuff has to come not from the parents, but from somebody else. Well, maybe. Uh, and so that we... Well, he's had a lot of help from outside, too. Okay. But, um... um I, th I, I mean, that's... And then I look at, at, at what... Uh, there's an, uh, the lead article in the New York Times about uh, kids with college debts, and they're all living at home, and they're doing this, and they're doing that. I'm looking at really these so-called normal yeah, kids. Exactly. And he he is no worse off than these guys. Yeah, I think every 26-year-old is learning the budgeting. So yeah. I think you're I think you're in the normal territory there. We're unfortunately we're out of time because I could stay here forever. But we want to let you use the men's room. We're out of time, but I thank you so much. <laughs> How for much being will here. it cost me here? here. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, uh, you have a quarter, right? <laughs> you're still ahead. Um, Thank you both so much for all the work that you're doing and for being here. We want to remind everybody, sign up for this wonderful event. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with some amazing experts. Ask Dr. Doreen. Make sure you stay tuned for that. Uh, until then, give your kiddos a hug from me. Bye-bye for now. You're a wonderful host. Thank you.